Welcome to episode 445 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have Justin. Uh, I didn't think of a song. And we have our special guest, Jennifer. God bless America. Uh, so, recording this live uh, <laughs> at Justin and Jennifer's place. As opposed so. to all the times we didn't record it live. <laughs> oh, well, in person then. Sorry. Recording okay. In okay. We are all sorry. sharing the same sorry, air. Sorry about the terminology the there. Beautiful city of Bremerton, Washington. Home of the Brolos. Uh, all right, so Justin, do you have stuff to talk about? Do you have anything you want to... Oh, man, how long has it been, Matt? It's been, it's been since I went to St. Louis. That's been about I'm pretty sure it's been since May. No, we recorded at the beginning of did we record at the, Did we get one in at the beginning of June yeah, well, before I left? Because I left like on June 5th. Yeah, we I really think it was week before. right before you went. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. I went to St. Louis to see my family for the first time in a year and a half. That was weird. It was glorious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jennifer <laughs> got some got some a personal time <laughs> in the house after us being uh, in the same house for a year and a half, not traveling. You know, due to that that little that little virus that was going around. Yeah. Um. And it was hot as balls. St. Louis, hot and muggy. I have not been so hot in a while. You were there for a couple weeks? I was there for 10 days. Ten days. That's, that's kind of my... That's about, that's about as much as you can handle. It's about what I can put into... <laughs> look, I love my family. Yeah. My parents, are, my parents are older older folks. Um, you know. They don't like the air conditioner down. <laughs> Oh my poor father! Yeah, he's on. He's he's regularly on uh, blood pressure medicine, yeah. uh, but because of uh, some kidney issues, he was on super blood pressure medicine. Which, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, when you are on blood pressure medicine, you are cold in pretty much any environment that anyone else is comfortable in. Um, but you know that was that was good. Got some got some tedrews, some frozen custard. Mm. What else? I don't think we really did anything else. You went to the botanical gardens, didn't you? Went to the botanical gardens. I love the botanical gardens. I, I'm glad you brought that up, actually. If you ever go to St. Louis for whatever reason, maybe you just go because you've got family or you're passing through, you go for concert, whatever, go to the botanical gardens. That is probably my favorite place to visit in St. Louis. That would be that would be at the top of my list. Is there a garden that would not be botanical? <laughs> There's sculpture gardens. You know, I mean, like... Yeah, there you go. Yes, yes. But it's still... It's still... I mean, like, wouldn't the definition of a garden... So, no. Jennifer can probably answer this better than I can. I'm going to look it up. But I'm pretty sure that it's one of those situations where us modern folks hear garden and all we think of is a place for plants. But I I would... I think traditionally, as, as Jennifer alluded to... Uh, we had so this says a small piece of ground used to grow vegetables, fruit, herbs, or flowers. That's the first definition, but the of second garden. definition, be like the modern definition is a large public hall. Right. So like Madison Square Garden. Oh wow! Yeah, actually, it's a good point. Well, and I'm thinking that I the botanical garden was founded by Henry Shaw. Yes. And I'm pretty sure that he was a science-minded fella. So yes, I'm guessing does. that a botanical garden is probably for someone who like wants to scientifically study the stuff that's in there. Yeah, I guess I'm not real sure exactly what botanical means. 
I've really only heard it in the context of gardens. And shampoo. Yeah, exactly. Shampoo, botanicals. A botanical garden is a garden dedicated to the collection, cultivation, preservation, and display of a wide range of plants labeled with their botanical names. It's a science garden, baby. Nailed it. Don't they also have, like, butterflies and stuff like that, too, though? They have the butterfly house. That's not at the botanical garden. That's not the botanical garden. That's elsewhere. I thought they always, like, tried to, like, have. I mean, like they have bees that kind of stuff on there. to you know to to pollinate. Pollinate. I don't. I don't know that they keep uh, butterflies, but you see plenty of butterflies when you're there. But the St. Louis Botanical Garden has a little piece of Seattle there too, because they did a an exhibit Talk of Dale Chihuly, Chihuly uh, yeah. glass sculptures, and they've got a bunch of those there still. Yeah, it's true. And he's um, a Seattle artist. They have the Climatron, which is the. Uh, a uh what do they call freestanding it doesn't have any supports inside but it's a big geodesic dome like a half dome is that the thing that keeps all the bad weather away from st louis the climate no that's the arch (laughs) but now that you mention it maybe they secretly run it from within the botanical garden uh no the climatron is a uh like it's it's basically like a an indoor rainforest it's kept it like 80 something degrees and super humid at all times and it's full of tropical plants but yes exactly henry shaw was back in the 1800s he was uh science-minded in fact he built a mausoleum for himself and then decided he wanted a, a different one and so the one that he had already built he put a statue in there and dedicated it to the victory of science over ignorance to which i was like fuck yeah man that's, that's my kind of dude right there no offense but i think that was a premature declaration <laughs> well it's a very aspirational right aspirational thought, surely we would come about um so yeah so and then uh, once i got back i uh, immediately started playing ratchet and clank uh rift apart which is the new ratchet and clank game for the playstation 5 it's only on the playstation 5 which is an important distinction because there's only like five or six games that are only on the PlayStation 5. Almost all the games come out for like PS4 um, because it's really hard to get a PS5 still. So like Godfall, I think that's one, right? Godfall was one Which of the exclusives. And yeah, no one has had a really particularly good thing to say about it. And then um, the uh, Demon Souls remake and uh, Returnal came out a couple months ago and made a big splash among at least amongst you know game journalist types yeah. who have a ps5 and you know are looking for something new to play on the ps5 uh so i started playing that and i was really looking forward to this game uh, i remember the trailers uh the first trailer from e3 last year like completely blew my mind because it's called rift apart because it's kind of a multiverse type thing you you've got um the villain starts opening these portals into alternate dimensions and in fact you end up like hanging out and working with the alternate dimension version of ratchet um which is a female version as 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 we know now if you have an alternate version of of a character that we know you've got it it's got to be female if anything for sure but that's the only change (laughs) well i know Um, i know mine's matilda Yours yeah, right. Justine. Justine. Yeah. Uh, yours would be... Oh, man. Jason. Jason? I don't know. I feel like we get closer. Yeah, I almost want to say Jeff, because at least it's got an E in there. Um, I only say Jason because I was supposed to Jensen. be Jason. Jensen. 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 
So, uh... Did you play the previous Ratchet and Clank games? Yeah, there's a lot of these. They've been making these since the PS2 in the same studio. Uh, I remember renting and playing at least one on the PS2 and, and generally enjoying it. The, the, the big draw for the Ratchet and Clank games, I would say, is the weird guns. I know that there uh, is a Ratchet and Clank game where there was a gun called the Dancotron. Go ahead. Yup, yup, we're checking. All right, yeah, you're good. Okay. Uh, so we're talking about crazy weapons. Clank, yes. Uh, one of the one of the crazier weapons they had in a previous in previous games was called the Dancitron, which was a weapon you would throw out and make the enemies just start. It would throw out like a basic a, a disco ball, and all the enemies would start dancing, and they would be, you know, it basically was a stun, so that you could then pull out different weapons and start shooting them. Um, I, and I was excited about this a because it's like really incredible looking. It's Insomniac, which is people that make the Ratchet and Clank games, they have shown to be able to... They got a little leg up on getting good power out of the PlayStation uh, systems, particularly the PS5. They released the Spider-Man 2018 game and then uh, released Miles Morales, which was a cross-generational, but it had like a PS5 version that looked better and played better, and they just... They, they see, so far the two games they've released, um, a lot of games are coming out on the PS5 with like, you can choose between like resolution versus frame rate. And the thing I'm loving about the PS5 is the frame rate stuff. A lot of the PS4 games are getting patches where they can run at 60 frames per second. I didn't realize how much I was, how much I was going to enjoy that. Um, and so Ratchet and Clank has like three different modes you can pick. And, and one of them is like, 60 frames per second with like a lower resolution but with ray tracing um so i was excited about this game because another thing that they showed off in the trailer was with the dimensional things they were like flying through entire stages and when i say stages you got to realize that even if you don't notice it most games have to like load in chunks of the game as you go along like okay you're like an Uncharted game. Okay, you're in the desert environment now. There's going to be a load that's probably hidden by a cutscene or something. You know, you know, the developers have gotten good at hiding those kinds of things. But what it means is you're not going to, like, for example, go from a, into a d dimensional portal in a desert area on a PS4 and be able to immediately be in, like, I don't know, a jungle area. But that was kind of what they were... They were specifically pushing that angle because they knew they could do that. And it was, like, really impressive looking. I say all of this to say that the game's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but does it not do that, you know, no loading? Yeah, it's taking advantage of the the, uh, the SSDs that are in the the new system. So it looks as good is, as promised. Yeah, it looks great. I love, I'm, I'm, I continue to love the severe, I wouldn't say lack of loading in, in PS5 and, and even like forward compatible PS4 games on the PS5. If they, even if they don't get a patch, like all the games load like twice as fast. Um, but despite the looks and the and the promise, it just it it just has an archaic feel to it. I, I, well, I mean, it's, it's it's based on a franchise, so I mean, like it's going to play the same, right? Yeah, it's going to be the same thing. Well, well, like Breath of the Wild, you know, all the Zelda games. Breath of well, the Wild yeah, is but, a great I mean, example. Ratchet of and Clank. Of what I would consider a modernization of a, of an old game style. Yeah, I mean, Breath of the Wild. 
changed the format, though, right? I mean, like, it totally changed. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was significantly but different. Clank has been the same thing. But see... You getting guns, and you, like, you, you talked about, like, getting different weapons and stuff. And yeah, like, yeah. So what I'm saying is that Nintendo, to me, Breath of the Wild is, a, is an excellent example of how you can update a formula or do something new right. with an aging... And in fact, that's kind of one of the greatest things about the Zelda games. Like, there's not been a lot of bummer Zelda games or, like, mediocre Zelda games. And one of the reasons, in my opinion, is because they try something new every time in these Ratchet and Clank games. So, I played one on PS2. I think I played one, like, rented one on PS3, maybe bought it on sale. I don't even remember if I finished it or whatnot. So, I was... I guess I was expecting some modernization and the reality is it, it plays surprisingly amount a lot like every other ratchet and clank yeah and by what i mean is it's got some weird guns there's no dancertron which is like a bummer like as or, far as i'm concerned once you introduce something fun and cool like that like yeah put that motherfucker in every single game that's that's like that's interesting or what you were gonna say but or i was gonna say or is there anything like that like that's just goofy and I mean, there was, there was one. Yeah, there actually there is, and it was a weapon I never bothered getting. Um, it uh, like you threw seeds out, and these plants would grow and like grab people. Um, oh. So similar effect, but the problem is like playing that game. I, I quickly learned that I'm not interested in weapons that weren't gonna do damage to the enemies. Um, now part of that's my fault. Uh, I heard that. You know, you're, min you're min maxing your ratchet. Kind of, and, and like I said, like part of that is my fault because I decided to play on hard because it's a child's game. Well, it's a it's an E for everyone game. We'll say that it's a it's an all ages game. And sure enough, I heard people saying like, oh, it's actually it's kind of easy, you know. Like I never die, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play on hard. I even looked it up, and people were like, yeah, you should probably play it on hard if you want like a little bit of a challenge. Well. Well, I don't know about Jennifer, but I think I wish she would have played it on easy. <laughs> so, to that point, I mean, again, like, honestly, at this point, because I loved the Spider-Man games, I uh, I went back and played Sunset Overdrive, which was a game that launched for the Xbox 360? No, the Xbox One. And uh, is, was made by Insomniac. I, would, I just, I, I'd like them to stop making Ratchet and Clank games. As far as I'm concerned, they're wasting their time on these. Unless they're going to do some kind of innovation like I'm talking about. And frankly, because like they've made a lot of these Ratchet and Clank games. They've pretty much made like two to three for each system. Well, you got to wonder the, the Vita. How much, like, how much Sony pays them to make that, you know? Well, there's also we totally. we Justins coming along behind you, you know, that are, you know, 20 years younger and or more at this point and you know need a game for the next generation console that they can you know play and and grasp and understand yeah but i, th I think that spider-man is totally a game that like a wee justin could play and and still enjoy the heck out of and spider-man for the 2018 was a game that had stuff in it that didn't feel archaic and old it felt like there were interesting it was amazing going on and it was, yeah it was amazing it was spectacular even <laughs> What's funny is I'm sitting here asking you all these questions about the game as if I haven't been sitting here for the last few weeks watching you play this. But the truth is, even though it's really good to look at, I couldn't be less interested in that game. And watching you play it has not engaged me at all. There's nothing in the story that has captured my attention. The characters I could not care less about. And I'm not even paying attention to your progression. Even if I'm sitting in the same room because it just doesn't 
interest me, except the one thing I did notice, which was when you you were in a section where you were grinding on rails, and I was like, oh yeah, that looks like Sunset Overdrive. That was a really great game. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things in it that makes you can see the DNA from the other games, and the grinding is definitely one. But of there them. was a difference with Sunset the Overdrive. Too. Like Sunset it was Overdrive fun. had a lot of weird weapons. Remember? Yeah. It had a lot more weirder and a lot more fun weapons. And frankly, the characters the world were, you were in. appealing, and the story was more appealing. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ratchet and Clank is is a bread and butter PlayStation game. I I totally understand why. To Matt's point, Sony was like, hey, do another one. New system. Come on, guys. Let's do a Ratchet and Clank. And they were like, yeah, we love Ratchet and Clank. It's our series, you know? I mean, Ratchet is like a PlayStation mascot. I, I just think that, I mean, the game, like, someone on a podcast said, it's the best looking PS2 game I've ever played. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Because it looks great. But, like, there's, you know, you're like shooting boxes to get ammo out of it. Um,. Crash Bandicoot is now very linear. A Microsoft product now, right? No, no. I thought they bought Rare. No, I thought he was part of. A Crash Bandicoot is not Rare, so that's probably what oh. you're why you're thinking that Crash Bandicoot. We were just talking about that. Is is that's a Naughty Dog product? Okay. And Naughty Dog is not owned by Sony, but they have only made Sony games for the past. 15 years or something. It's kind of weird. Sony's got these partnerships with like... Well, Crash Bandicoot started... On the PlayStation. Oh, did he? Started on the PlayStation. I remember on N64 or something. What we were just talking about is when Justin was playing... Sunset Overdrive? Sunset Overdrive? No, Far Far Cry? uh, Uncharted. Uncharted. There's a part in the Uncharted game that he was playing where you play Crash Bandicoot on a PlayStation in the game. Yeah. And Uncharted is also a Naughty Dog series yeah so microsoft bought a product i thought didn't they they bought they bought rare, rare you right. are right about that you were just wrong about so they crash bandicoot instinct, then, they have they have killer instinct they have uh uh i think all the nintendo the products fuck? they have banjo kazooie maybe that's i'm probably getting those two mixed up might okay. be they crash have... bandicoot and banjo kazooie i could totally see that i can't even remember the name <laughs> actually of... he just said it 20 seconds ago uncharted uncharted yeah <laughs> Uh, and uh, Perfect Dark. That's another rare property. Yeah. Well, then I guess they got Goldeneye then. Well, I mean, Goldeneye's is James Bond, right? Golden right, tea. but I mean, it was made by Rare. Right? It was made by Rare, yeah. yeah. But they don't have, like, they don't have Goldeneye. Like, they would they would have to re-license from whoever the fuck owns the James Bond. Uh, MGM, I guess? I don't know. Like, I, yeah, I think, film, right? I think that's right. I think that's right. But they probably have to license it from the... I don't know. I don't want to talk about James Bond games. Uh, <laughs> Are you sure you're not being too hard on the uh, Ratchet and Clank game because you're just not the demographic anymore? Or do you really think that it's just giving, a tired format? I'm I'm giving my opinion. Gotcha. I mean, I will say that it got really good reviews. It's an E for everyone game. I don't think there's anything wrong with the game. I think it's a totally fine rent if people still rent. I was just looking on eBay last night because I rarely buy brand new games. I was like, how much can I sell this for? I can sell that fucking game for $50 because it's a $70 game. That's the other thing about the... on Gamefly. That's what it was, right? Yeah, yeah. I I think Gamefly still exists. Sell it for $50 and we'll buy some uh, Smash DLC. (laughs) Buy some, actually, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, anyway, like, I beat it last night or the night before or whatever. Oh, you did? And was like, finally. You know, it's like, good, done with that one. Now, imagine if you would have bought that digital. Then you wouldn't be able to sell it. Is right. that what your point is? Yeah. Yeah, and the funny thing, I, it was, I mean, the thing is, is that I 
almost never buy games at release. I think that's the first game at release I've bought since The Last of Us Part Two. But it's hard not to because there's so few games for your exactly. PS5. I wanted like I wanted to get the new big game that I'd been excited about since I saw it at E3. Um, you know, one of the reasons I was like, oh, I got a PS5, I got to get one, I got to get one. Yeah, Which is, I mean, like, in this day and age, do you feel like, I, I honestly don't feel like owning, like, I think we're moving a lot away from owning, like, you have the Game Pass now, you got the PlayStation mm-hmm. uh, Store, or it was the, what's the, Pat, what is the, Plus? PS- PlayStation Plus? PSN? <sighs> yeah, Plus? there's is PlayStation that? Plus and there's another service and I get them confused. PlayStation Now? That might be the other service I'm thinking of. I, I PlayStation Plus is the Game Pass equivalent. Yeah. And it doesn't hold a candle to Game Pass. Because, yeah. like, every month there's, like, oh, there's three free games. <laughs> it's Spotify versus Pandora, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, it's cool because, like, if you're there to get the download the game or even, like, well, claim get, it, you've got it until you you've like got it on your account for the rest of the time. 10% discount or something, right? Or something like that. I think that... I, so see that's the thing. Like I'm, I don't think it actually is PlayStation Plus. I think it's. I think it's PSN, PlayStation well, Network. PSN's the network, but there's a name for it. PlayStation Plus is what you were talking about, Matt. Where you, where you're, it's like a like a rewards yeah. program. Like yeah, and you've got like double discounts. Well, you but then the there's, pay, it's, it's like a monthly fee. What is the name of that fucking service? I'm looking it up. And then you get you get. And the funny thing free is, free games. Or it's like only right. Like, you get like three free you, games I every month. I thought you got like a ten. Five or ten percent discount or something. I don't think that's included with that. Oh, oh, that is PlayStation Now. Oh, it is PlayStation Now. That's the gives you access to hundreds of games. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Anyway, yeah, Ratchet Clank. Glad to be done with it. PS Plus is required to play multiplayer games. And subscribers yeah. get access to new games each month and no extra Okay, cost. so that is PS Plus. Yep. Okay, so you were right. The discount thing is included with that, I guess. Yep. All right. So anyway. So at the... this point, my question for you is, given everything that we've just talked about, including the fact that it's hard for you to get a hold of a game that's just for your PS5 at this point, do you regret having bought it when you did? Or are you still glad that you got it? I... I... It's a weird thing to say because I don't like saying I regret based on information I wouldn't have had otherwise, right? Should regret. Like, it's easy for me to say, wow, I didn't enjoy that as much. I wish I hadn't paid $75 for it or whatever. Um, so I guess that's the answer to your question. That, yeah, with, with, with the knowledge, yeah, I definitely would have rather waited and paid less for that. Um, you kind of waffled at the day. Like, the day you bought it, you had, like, immediate buyer's remorse, and then you were excited to get it. And I should be clear that the the, the pushing point was because um, my birthday is at the end of May. So it was like, you know what? I'm going to spend some birthday money that I got as a gift. I'm going to buy something. I'm going to spend to some me, of my grandma's birthday money that she sent me. I have a various Five dollars taped into a card. For what makes a good gift. But one of them is something that someone doesn't want to get because they, it's too expensive, but that they want. That's the best gift. That's that's a good gift. It's, hard, it's a hard gift to get someone sometimes because it's a very expensive thing that they don't want to spend money on. But to me, paying $70 for a brand new game, I was like, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to get this. i tell you what. I'm not buying you a $70 You shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. You absolutely shouldn't. That was the decision I made for myself. 
um, based on the best information that I had, which is like thinking I was really going to enjoy it. And I, and I feel like I'm, you know, the, t- the tenor of the conversation makes it sound like I'm shitting on her or that it was a bad game. It just... You can shit on it. Shit on it. I, I don't want to shit on it. It's not a bad game. <laughs> shit, Boy, Justin, shit. Down, shit, shit. shit on it. <laughs> I can shit on it because I bought the physical edition. Yeah. <laughs> I can wipe my ass with this. Let's sell it on eBay. <laughs> For extra. I'll, I'll sign up and make a girl account so I can actually get extra girl money out of it. I mean, you make an only I'll thing. make it a, a, a Bunny Diva 420 girl. And put, um, a, put a picture of feet with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, you don't want to shine on it. So, uh, I mean, again, like, I think it's a perfectly fine game. I think it is a good game if, like, you're, say, for example... A, a different forty-year-old, forty-one-year-old man who actually had a got a family and now has like eight-year-old kids or something. You know, that's a great game for them to play. Daddy, um, we're hungry. Oh, uh, I thought you were talking you about buying it. the PlayStation Five. <laughs> it's different if you've got kids. Yeah, no, I mean, you like, you already bought the PS Five for yourself, and you can buy Ratchet and Clank and let the little Rugrats play on it. Um, but. Uh, and then I'll segue with that conversation into saying I got lucky and got a, uh, Xbox Series X <laughs> and ordered that thing. Speaking of things we shouldn't spend money on. <laughs> uh, and, 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 and almost entirely, well, A, I have become a, a snobbish broken man because I have <laughs> stopped wanting to play games on my Xbox One X because it doesn't have, like, the super fast loading um, and all the like sixty frame upgrade. Now the Microsoft, I think there's a good chance that Microsoft, if Sony doesn't get their shit right, there's a good chance Microsoft is going to run away with this uh, this generation because, in fact, there was an article yesterday where indie developers are talking about how hard it is to to work with Sony and get their game sold, and there was one developer that they talked to at IGN that was like, "We released this game on Xbox and uh, PlayStation and Switch. We sold like." 36,000 copies on Xbox, like 40,000 copies on Switch and 7,000 copies on the on the on the on the PlayStation 4. Um and like, you know, I didn't read the full article. I don't know what goes into that. The the headline, you know, the the summary was that Sony is just not like reaching out and trying to whereas Microsoft is totally reaching out because Microsoft's weakness is that Sony has amazing first party exclusives. The PS4 in my opinion fucking killed it with Last of Us Remastered, Last of Us 2, Spider-Man, God of War. And some of the VR um, stuff was really, really great. The VR, yeah. Um, we've had a lot of fun with the VR. So much fun. Uh, Uncharted 4. Like, I didn't love that yeah. game, but I enjoyed I mean, playing it. Like, they've got the, if you like Uncharted games, that's... All Halo has is Gears and... Or Microsoft, yeah, they've got Halo and, and Halo fucking and Gears, Gears. And, and Forza. And honestly, Forza is the only reason I have an Xbox One, because, like, I, I like arcadey racing games not mario kart i like like forza horizon uh and they don't make a lot of those games particularly open world ones so like that was enough for me to have that system and then i ended up signing up for game pass and game pass like if i was a kid i would ask my parents for a fucking xbox and game pass and would like i mean there'd be a few games where i'm like hey I, i would like that but like 
that Game Pass is a fucking. You played so many games last year because of Game Pass. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. You don't have to like. I mean, even for like cheap games, like oh, this game's on sale for five dollars. Even that is like, well, I don't know. If, what if I don't like? You know, and Game Pass, just fucking download it and try it. I tried games I never would have tried before that I genuinely liked, like that downhill biking game and uh. The Carrion. Carrion was such a Car- great. Carrion, I was planning on getting, but I didn't have to because it was on fucking Game Pass. That's the Game other Pass. thing. All Microsoft first-party games come to Game Pass. So you don't even have to buy fucking Halo or Forza. Like, I could get... I'll get my Xbox Series X. Who knows what I'm actually going to buy a game for it, you know? <laughs> well, the reason I'm getting it now is because I want to go back and play Forza Horizon 4 with the updated, you know, the upgraded load times. The other thing that Microsoft is doing is they are building in upgrades to older games into the system. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... They've gone in and they've like actually worked and gotten the technology. So like they don't need the studios. The studios can come in and do their their own way and probably make it a little better. But they've got like, um, like you can play fucking Call of Duty. I don't know one of the more recent ones at 120 frames on the system, and that's that's incredible. Um, so yeah, like I think there's a good chance that Microsoft could run away with this generation, particularly as people more and more get on board with the game pass and it's especially nice for a casual person like me because i watch you play a lot more games than i actually play myself but part of that is because i don't want to spend a bunch of money and download a game and play it for five minutes like i did with days gone yeah you know put a couple hours into it and decide it's not really a game for me yeah you know but the game pass i've been able to try a whole bunch of different games yep they had Donut County, which is a game I was planning on buying at some point. It was just like, and then I was like, oh, it's on Game Pass. And I spent a couple afternoons or evenings and played a through that. And mountain biking game. The mountain bike game. Donut County is exactly the kind of game that you like, some people wouldn't want to quote pay for because it's like a four hour experience and then it's done. There's nothing else to do. It's one of those like, I mean, it was on, it was an iPhone game. You know, it was like a, uh, but it was perfect on Game Pass. A little, uh, what are the moosh boosh <laughs> of, of a game. Um, and they've got all these back catalog games, like like you know, like I said, that all the Microsoft stuff you can play all the Gears of War if you want to, and they're upgraded, you know, like that's just automatically. That's it's you very attractive. You sound if, like an ad for Xbox. Well, like yeah, like I was just like you know what, yeah, like honestly, in my opinion, if you could get a PS5 or an Xbox uh, Series X, I would totally tell you to get an Xbox Series X. Um, but at the same time. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake came out for the PS4, and they just released the, like, upgraded version for PS5, and I'm very excited to play that. I'll have to spend money on it, because, you know, there's no Game Pass. <laughs> well, and you'll never regret but, having it, the system to play the next Last of Us. Exactly. Or... Uh, God of War, which they've already announced. God of War. The Forza, uh, not Forza Horizon. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Um, they just announced a PS5 version of Ghost of Tsushima. That's another, that's another fucking exclusive. Like, they've got the exclusive, so it's worth having both systems, depending on what you want to play. Uh, so anyway, that's Justin's long and winding gaming minute. I'm also playing that game Grindstone that I've talked about. That's, that's a, that's, that's a, like, 30 minutes to an hour game pretty much every day. I've probably got, like, 70 or 80 hours in that game. Okay. It's, uh, it's got a lot of levels. So yeah. it's just another one of those Slay the Spire, Hades kind of games that I'll just play and play until I'm just sick of playing it, I guess. It's a mobile game. Yeah, it was a mobile game. Yeah. It's uh, I think it was one of those uh, Apple Store exclusives. Yeah. There's a lot of... Uh, so Apple launched their 
Game Pass equivalent for iPhone like two years ago or three, two or three years ago. I think it was at least two years ago. Whatever. And there was all these exclusive games. Like they, they partnered up and paid these people to make games. I think Donut County was one of those games. Uh, Grindstone was one of those games. And then, you know, so the the good ones are getting ported over. So if I had an iPhone, I probably would have already played Grindstone. Because, of course, when I, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, it's an iPhone game. Let me go check it out. Oh, sorry, Android. Fuck you. That's how it goes for gaming these days. Unless it's a unless it's a gotcha game, it's Android. Fuck you. Um, so, uh, and then, oh yeah, uh, I uh, watched through all four seasons of Search Party. Okay. Is have you heard of this show? I mean, you talked about it. Did I talk about it in the previous? No, I mean we've we've mentioned in it. I think in the past. What a wild fucking show. Um, I'm trying to think what I would even equate it to. Was this on HBO? It is on HBO Max. It was a show that was on TBS, I think, for two seasons. And then got, uh, I don't know if it got canceled or HBO just like, you know what, we'll we'll take that. Um, That'd be interesting because... You know, Conan O'Brien's moving from TBS to HBO. Maybe yeah, connection there. Maybe they, maybe they own. Maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who owns. Yeah. I would, I would say Turner Broadcasting, but I'm not sure that that organization exists in that way well, it anymore. Became AOL Time Warner. Is that owned by Turner? Yeah. So that's so definitely different from. Oh wait, you just said Warner. Yeah, that would all be under HBO. That would have to be under HBO because HBO is Warner Brothers. So okay, yeah, that's probably exactly what it is. They just they also have TBS, so they were like, you know what, we'll move it to HBO. Um, yeah, I mean, what was it like a few years back? They showed like the umbrella of like of what Disney, all you know, and like like what all Disney the, and all they have, yeah, and all the other corporations, and like, AOL, yeah, you know, yeah. NBC, what, NBC Comcast, Universal, what all Comcast. I think like, we've named the big. Yeah. I think we've named them, Matt. Well, I, I think mean, that's it. Like well, at mean, this like, point, those three but, groups. But they have all you know subsidiary. You're like, you're yeah. Like, wow, this is all connected. Like, yeah. This. And you're like, how is this not a monopoly? Like, yeah. How, how are these not? I mean, like, like they have the run. It's like you hear about how every now and then stories will come up about how like. All these news stations are suddenly saying the same thing, you know, like yeah. And people are like, "Well, that's because there's this one guy that owns like oh. seventy news stations or something." You're talking like about that. the videos where they find all the uh, news anchormen yeah. from across the country, and they're all reading the same script. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's, I mean, it's fucking America in 2021, right? Like, right, Matt? It's like, all the information. I mean, there's like Swedish Health out here in Washington. Like, there's so many. There are so few just like mom and pop doctors and things and, and so many like, oh, uh, I need to go to dermatologists. I'll go to this place that has like 10 dermatologist doctors. They just have them all here, I guess. And, you know, if, if, if I get screwed by them, like, what am I supposed to do? It's a dermatologist vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, people people have been worried about Disney for a while, but... It's all of the big companies. Don't you remember when radio stations like quietly consolidated and you're listening to your local or what you think is your local radio station and then it turns out that it's the same DJ that's in like 15 oh God, other cities? Oh, God, yeah, I remember that. And it was it never didn't used to be like that. It used to be like actual local people running mm-hmm. the radio stations and then they got bought out and consolidated. 
Like the realization for that for me was uh, Delilah. Yeah. Who, who, by the way, lives here? Oh, wow. She, who who was on? She lives in Port Orchard. Well, I mean, but yeah, but they weren't like upfront about it because, of course, you know, you want to make it feel like it's just like this local DJ, you know, and <laughs> on, for us, it was on K Love. Um, but uh, search party. So search parties. Delilah. Oh. Search party. <laughs> the best thing I can, without giving too much away about search party, is it's a parody. It's a it's a satire of Brooklyn hipsters. With a background of like a missing person mystery, yeah. like one of the character, the main character. I'm gonna stop talking. Well, Matt, make sure that he's. I think your light's still on. The main character is played I'm by. Uh, I'm uh, I think it's uh, Aaliyah Shawcat. It's the it's the girl from Arrested Development. Right, she was maybe on Arrested Development, and she's been freckle girl. She's been on a few shows. I think she might have been on Broad City. You know, she's just. I think yeah, I've seen her in a lot of uh, Brooklyn hipster stuff. Like she was in a music video for this Brooklyn hipster band that I listened to, um, and so she's the main character. And like I said, it's a satire of like Brooklyn hipsters. Uh, her character sees a missing uh, person's poster for someone they went to college with, and starts trying to like track her down. So it's like half these ridiculous characters, ridiculous self-centered millennials. Um, and, and a little bit of her, like a serious, like, oh, you want to know about the mystery? Uh, and that's pretty much the first season because something happens at the end of the first season that completely changes the tone. Oh, no. And it gets UFO. darker and weirder and, but... uh, it doesn't really like, it's not usually the kind of show I think I would stick with uh-huh. because it's not, it doesn't. It's not quite serious enough with the characters. Like, the okay. characters are such caricatures. Uh-huh. And it's kind of one of those shows where, like, ridiculous coincidences happen because that's funny. Oh, I hate that. Um, Sorry. Usually I do, too. Totally. Totally. And there was a point. There's a point I remember in the beginning few episodes of season two where I'm like, oh, oh okay. Was somebody riding their motorcycle and they jumped a shark. No, no. <laughs> that's not a ridiculous coincidence. That was deliberate. But at the time, I was like, these characters, like the writing and the acting of this show, is so clever and endearing that I was still along for the ride. It helps that they're like thirty-minute episodes. You know, they're not like big, long, hour-long commitments, <laughs> as it were. Um, it's very much a show that you can like watch seven minutes of on your lunch break. What's the season length? Put on it this? down. <sighs> Just twelve episodes, or is it I don't even think it's 20? twelve. Ten episodes. It's ten episodes each God season. Like you can, you can, you can. I hate this shit. Hey, where, where do we go with this ten episode shit? It was perfect for me. How about because, seven or eight? Like the friggin' Marvel stuff. Yeah, right. Or fucking British shows have back like a, four episodes. Back in my day, you had to do like twenty something episodes. Yeah. And, that, and it's funny that you say that because, yeah, that is so archaic now, right? Like the ER having like a full slate of 26 episodes. I, I mean, like outside of like maybe Doctor Who or something, like I think all of BBC stuff is just all like miniseries shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know why? Because if the writer only has so much to – needs only so much time to tell a goddamn story, then that's how long the fucking show should be. I've seen enough Netflix shows that were 13 episodes and it was like you didn't need – 
roughly two episodes yeah, worth of I that. I see now why you had to go to Planet Namek for like eight, <laughs> a fake, yes. a, a fake Planet Namek for yes. like eight episodes. Oh my god. Uh, weekly anime <laughs> uh, like that. Shonen anime is the worst when it comes to that kind of thing. Did you finish Naruto? No. No. Because like, it went into no. like adult life, I right? think it's still... Oh, it went like, to Naruto, Naruto's kid. kid. Yeah. Like, the show is about his, his fucking kid. Now, granted, those are all, like, technically different. There's, like, Naruto and then Naruto Shippuden or Shippuden or whatever. I'm pooping. I, I, think, I, I think I checked out on Shippuden. that, like, in 2013. The problem is that you couldn't really... You can't really keep up with those shows. <laughs> if you only care about the manga story, because inevitably they fucking catch up with the manga, yeah. and then they gotta make a bunch of filler episodes. Uh... Anyway, Search Party. I recommend it. Okay. Uh, good show, HBO Max. If, especially if you like dark comedy. Well, I was... If you like like something that kind of like is about modern times and is like skewering stupid people and self-centered people. And yeah. I wish that you got an ending to Lodge 49 so I could tell you to watch that show. Ah. Uh, but it got canceled. Ah. Uh, and so I can't probably really recommend watching it. it right it's good. Yeah, it's probably you stopped it from happening. <laughs> I admit Personally. it got canceled before I watched it. Oh, uh, yeah. So I was probably I've even heard of it. part of the problem. Uh, I had heard about it, but uh, I never got around to watching it until like it got on Netflix a couple seasons of it or something like that. There is ten it. times the number of television shows than I that that I actually want to watch than I will ever actually. How get many to. have probably gotten canceled because of COVID? How nope. many have gotten canceled because Justin never watches them? Well, right? Give me water. But I mean, like. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, well, I, mean, I know there's some some shows that probably got they. There was one show I think I heard about that got picked up. Why don't you just set the mic down? I was like, he's gonna take it into the kitchen. What? So I can have the conversation. <laughs> Hey, you could have you could have got me some I'm, water. I'm engaged. <laughs> Justin, Justin, got get up water. With the wireless mic and walked into the kitchen. I don't know what they're saying right now. Instead of setting the mic down, so he, actually he's in the bathroom right now peeing. He's probably talking shit about. Me. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I'm sure. <laughs> Make sure you flush. Bring me a beer. Do you want a beer? No. Okay. Make sure you flush. Because I'm sure it sounded like you were peeing. I probably did kind of sound like I was being in you a know, very if, controlled stream. If you turn, that guy's got some, some very, very controlled. If you turn that filtered Stop. faucet on and shoot it right at the bottom of your cup, it'll shoot right back out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, 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 trust me, I've noticed. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I had heard a couple of shows, they got, they were getting picked up, but because of COVID, they just decided to scrap it. Oh, that wow. makes sense. That makes uh-huh. sense. So. There is a, I, I, I haven't watched this show, but there. The Blacklist ended yeah. their season, their like 20, 2019, 2020 season with like animated comic panels. Oh, really? Yeah. It was just like voiced, which I thought was pretty clever. Like, it's a good way to be like, okay, we're not going to be able to <laughs> come well, back anytime I mean, soon. Let's just you know, finish this out. Yeah, I think that was a good choice. Yeah, who, I mean, it's all, whatever. It's all a medium, right? It's all a medium to tell a story. Yeah! But, like, you know, most people want to watch a live-action show and not an animated show. I wonder what the reviews are on like that. I bet that's one of those that, like, some YouTube person could 
pull up the comments and show like a lot of really angry <laughs> old old people, yeah. a bunch of angry olds complaining about it. Oh, alternatively, that happened pretty early in the pandemic when people were still like, "We've got this. Yeah. Flatten the curve. All of us together, we'll beat this." And As opposed to, you can't make me wear a mask. This is America. I'm not gonna get it. You can't jab me with your juice. I'm not gonna live in fear. I'm uh, just gonna carry my gun everywhere. <laughs> anything else to talk about? No, I think I've talked enough. <laughs> All right. Jeffrey, do you have anything to talk about? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm playing Skyrim, and it's something that I had yeah. never played before, and. So you, my... never played, you never played Elder Scrolls or any of that other stuff? Never. So I got Oblivion on my P- my uh, Xbox 360 because someone had told me I should play it. And I went through like the character setup and the game started and there just wasn't enough yeah. guidance, I guess. Okay. So I played for about an hour and gave up. So that was my total exposure to any of the Elder They're Scrolls. They're very daunting games. It was pretty yeah. daunting. RPG. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, but also like <laughs> there's a lot... There's a lot. There is a lot. If you watch a speedrunner, you just like zoom, you kill a shopkeep, you go over here, you teleport there. Five minutes later, you beat the game. Fly five miles away in (laughs) two seconds somehow. (laughs) Yeah, so I was not doing so well, let's say, mentally a few months ago and just couldn't engage. Like, couldn't get into a new TV show, couldn't really, like, I didn't want to really watch any movies, I didn't want to watch Justin play any games, and I just needed something to just, like, pass the time. And I started playing Skyrim, and it actually, pretty good game. I'm, you know, now I've kind of stopped playing it the last couple weeks, but it's, uh, there's a lot to it. And for a 10-year-old game, it looks pretty good, it works pretty well, and when it doesn't work really well, it's really funny. Did you play Witcher 3? I've, I've okay. never played any Witcher games. I um, think, like, I mean, like, I mean, like, open world, right? It's just yeah. yeah. So, I, so I played I World of Warcraft. Wild too, so I, mean, I played World of Warcraft. I played Final Fantasy fourteen. So I've played games, you know, like this before. But Skyrim is a lot. Like, there's so so much to do in Skyrim. Yeah. So you know, there's a lot of professions that I haven't even touched yet. There's all kinds of skills that you can do, but it was just kind of like a way to pass the time. And I was surprised at how much time I ended up putting into it and how much I liked it. I don't know if we're going to pick it up again or not. I'm feeling better now. Yeah, I was curious about that. Well, you know, it was, it was starting to get repetitive. Like, you know, I'm a hoarder and I feel like every time I would do something, it was like the same routine. So I would like go to my house, empty my bags, sort everything to where it goes go sell off a bunch of shit, go do the thing, and the thing was one of, like, five things you can do. And then you be clear, just for you, like, you're not a hoarder in real life. But right. the game's in... total hoarder and loot whore. I'm a loot whore. I, I cannot leave loot. I'll make, like, multiple trips and walk, like, slowly, overburdened, just to get... <laughs> just so I don't have to... And I no, have... I'm not gonna drop it! I have so much gold, I'll never be able to spend it, but I can't yeah. leave that loot! That is, yeah. So, you know, it was starting to get repetitive, um, and I'm, like, in, like Upper level, upper thirties. That's when I started to cheat. I told her. I could mod times, it. Times I said, if you don't do anything, turn on the like, give yourself triple weight carrying capacity. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Like I've I said, I've always I, done that in, in a Bethesda game. I have more gold than I could ever spend. I have all the houses. I have like all of yeah. the house carls, all these followers. Like, yeah, it's. Yeah, like I said, I don't know. I don't know if I'll go back to it or not. I just needed something to do, but... Well, it's like I told you, I've, I've never... I mean, I've, I've beaten the storyline in 
Fallout 3 and Fallout 4, but I've never, like, finished. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the game. You just, completely. you have your fill. Yeah, you... <laughs> you, know? you, eat, you eat spaghetti, you eat spaghetti, and it's good, and it's good, and it's good. Oh, yeah, come on, let's keep it. Oh, okay, I good. can't I'm eat good. any more spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. And when you were gone, I just, like, unplugged. I took the week off, and I dropped Justin off at the airport early, early, early in, in the morning on a Saturday. And I came back to the house, and I pretty much didn't leave my recliner for four days, and just sort of sat here with the TV on or my phone, and things just like washing over me as I completely reset my brain. Like I just needed downtime, and you need to install a Windows update. <laughs> I was I was resetting my computer, but during that time, I ended up her. watching a bunch of stand-up comedy, and I have never watched Dave Chappelle before. Never watched the Chappelle show, but he's got a bunch of uh, stand-up episodes. Can't imagine I haven't watched Chappelle show. So good. When was Chappelle show on? Two thousand two. To two thousand five, right? When did Dave Chappelle go crazy and skip to Africa? Two thousand five. That's like two thousand five. Yeah. So that was two thousand two to two thousand five was when I was in law school. So I didn't watch anything then, except for Lord of the Rings. Um. So yeah, so I watched all I mean, of the Dave. You, you, you probably picked poorly on that one, I would say. I mean, the Dave Chappelle. Over... That's why she didn't watch anything else. Yeah. She didn't have time with all over the. <laughs> the, the horses riding. <laughs> it took you all through law school to get through well, one, all the, the trilogy, all the, uh, extended uh, version. The, yeah, and the behind the scenes stuff. Which I've watched all of that. <laughs> oh lord. Um, but it's it's you know so I watched all these specials and he is extremely extremely funny. He's pretty intelligent, too. And very problematic. Like, there was stuff that he said that I laughed so hard and then immediately felt like a terrible person for laughing at him. He, there's clearly, there's no topic that is off limits for him. And he purposely needles people, you know, knowing that he's being offensive and just keeps doing it. And, you know, if you can separate that from the from the jokes, he's really, really funny. But it's kind of hard because it's one of those things that it's like, should you or should you not be watching... Dave Chappelle comedy, you know, in the grand scheme of right. things. And it's it's almost like the conversation that we had about recycling or, you know, which company do you buy a car from? Because they're all dirty, right? Yeah. All of the entertainment is dirty, but he's specifically dirty, like in a specific way. Right. There's specific groups of people that he's gone out of his way to offend. You right, know? like some of the companies, there's just things you can't ignore. For right. example... Toyota! Toyota! Like, when, we were, we've been, like, looking at, uh, looking at cars and had a toyota in there on the list of finalists you know i don't obviously i'm an i'm a i'm an atheist agnostic whatever i don't believe in the karma i don't believe in the universe karma but the older i get the more i'm happy to let the universe affect me in in subtle ways such as you know if 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 i had heard that uh the uh the like 17 people at toyota had donated you know, managed to donate enough money to Republicans that backed the January 6th insurrection by three times the next closest company. Like, if I'd heard that, like, six months ago, I don't know how much that would still be on my mind, how much that would affect my decision. But when it comes out at the beginning of the week, it's like, okay, universe, fair enough. That was the more expensive car anyway. I've got a list of three cars, and that one just knocked one off. Thank you for making my decision much easier. right? At that point, you are kind of looking for anything to... Yep. So... Yeah, so Dave Chappelle. So I was watching his comedy and liking it. I I even went so far as to look up his episodes on comedians and cars getting coffee and watching that. But interesting dude. Very interesting dude. I don't know what happened with his meltdown. It's always alluded to whenever anybody interviews him, but he, they never like 
talk about what he did. And I guess I don't really care. I try not to like follow celebrities' real lives because for the most part they're shitty and I don't want to know about it or else I won't be able to watch anything. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like it's like they say you don't you don't want to know what is it what do they say? You don't know about your heroes, don't yeah, learn you don't want to meet your heroes. Don't meet your heroes, that's it. And then the other stuff that I've been able to engage in is of course all of the Marvel things. Which I had to wait to watch the first two episodes of Loki because he wasn't home when it came out. One episode. That's true. The first night. First one episode. So, um, Matt, you're watching Loki. Yeah. What do you think about it so far? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, it's definitely better than WandaVision to me. You didn't like yeah, WandaVision? I agree with that. No, I did not like WandaVision. Not even by the end? No. I mean, like, because, like, it just... It just, it left it like WandaVision. The problem with WandaVision is, is like, it's like, I'm, is she bad? Is she good? Who knows? I mean, like, how do you, how do you feel about her at the end of the, at the end of that series? Like you, you feel bad for her that she couldn't control her power, I guess, but she just doesn't apologize. She doesn't, I don't think she apologizes to anybody. No, she doesn't. And she just vanishes at the end. She's like, fuck it, I'm out. You know, it's like- and the thing is, is I think that they could have done that. I, I think it's interesting to have a quote-unquote hero that is gray like that. Yeah. But they didn't make it interesting. They made it feel like they forgot about it. Or oh, like, do you think so? I, I think so. I think they made it feel like... Uh, whatever. We're just not going to talk I, about that. I felt that like it was a deliberate choice. It seemed to me that she was coming to terms with her grief at the end of the episode and, you know, was kind of in the point where she was like, we have to do the things we have to do to survive, you know, which is a terrible, terrible way to feel about having controlled and tormented, clearly tormented those yeah, people clearly. for as long as she did. You know, but it it doesn't seem like she's unaware, right? That she was causing havoc in these people's lives. Right. I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure that they didn't. I feel like they 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 purposely left her as a person that has you know moral. I'm not even sure you can call it gray choices. I mean, that was pretty. That's pretty bad to subjugate other people to your own will just to deal with your grief. Well, the thing is, is we know that she didn't consciously do that. It was her grief manifesting via magic. She didn't consciously do it, but she knew there was something wrong. And the longer she pushed off dealing with it, you know. And she was dealing with not not just the grief of losing vision, but her whole life of losing everyone she's ever loved and known. Like, she's emotionally damaged. She was re-traumatized, for sure. Right. Yeah, and it's interesting because I'm interested in how it's going to fit into the overall timeline. And speaking of timeline, so now you come back to Loki. We knew that WandaVision was going to tie into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And that is all I know about the upcoming Doctor Strange is the title. But we know that it's going to have something to do with witches and time and alternate universes. Presumably, yeah. And now we've got Loki dealing with the TVA. And I'm wondering if there's any connection between the world that they're setting up in this show and... Like that multiverse stuff. It's. Yeah. I feel like it. Has I think it's going to gonna lead into Spider Man. I mean. You think Loki's going to lead into Spider Man? Yeah. Hmm. Why? I think it'd be connect. Well, I mean, from everything I've heard about. Spider-Man. Oh. <laughs> and I've heard some of that stuff too. Like it's just the casting of. Spider-Man. Yeah, it's almost impossible to hear about casting. Yeah. Um. I or not. I to, never hear about. I casting. say it's impossible. It's. 
as someone who like gets on Reddit and the yeah. internet <laughs> and Twitter, and Twitter. Um, like I, I subscribe to I subscribe to our movies on Reddit, and if you subscribe to our movies, there are things that you're going to see and hear about that. Yeah, I avoid that stuff. I am unsullied. So but... I agree, Matt. I think that I think it's all coming together. Yeah. Um, I did not expect this from Loki. I mean, all, yeah, I knew the I knew the premise of Loki. I knew that it was based on, you know, in Endgame, uh, the Loki from Avengers twenty twelve. Like it was like, oh, cool, the Tesseract picks it up and teleports out, and it's like a funny gag. And then they never address it. And then yeah. the show, like, I love that the show starts off with that. And it's like, here's what immediately happens from that. And it fucking, like, goes wild and introduces a whole new level to the Marvel Universe. Yeah, it does. With, yeah. In the first episode with the scene where uh, uh, Loki's, like, sneaking around and he opens a drawer and just finds, like, a bunch of dozens infinity of Infinity Stones. stones. Like copies and whatnot, and and you know one of the guys who's like an office where he's like, yeah, we use some of the big ones for paperweights, you know. <laughs> Which, like, on the one hand, is them saying like, yeah, this is how like big this shit is. On the other hand, you could argue that like, wow, we're just gonna like shit, shit on, on all on the, the important the, stuff that happened in the Marvel shit, universe the shit last on, twelve years. Shit on the past, two, the past two big Avenger movies. Yeah. Sure. Well, the show is grappling with something, and I don't know what the point of the show is yet at this. point point but it's grappling with something that we all grapple with which is you know how much of our lives is free will versus you know predestined whether it's through genetics or society or your parenting or whatever it is you know where you were born and what time you were born and you know the history of the world but like how much of what you do is actually free will and it's such an interesting question the more we learn about people and brains and science and how we're formed the harder it is to answer that question you know, you talk about like serial killers and they should be in prison. Somebody has, there has to be something wrong with someone to like I, kill people and eat them. I, I find this top, I mean, this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. But I will say that like I have not felt the themes of free will. That has not felt like a strong theme there was, in Loki to me. There was an episode where Loki was pointing out that if they're in the TVA, they're the most powerful beings in the universe. Right. And the idea that the timekeepers are controlling everything and they're deciding what the sacred timeline is and anything that spins off of it that doesn't agree with their vision is just snipped out of existence. Mm-hmm. That's all about free will and lack of free will. Well, you know, it's kind of like how a lot of people view the Christian God, like the idea that God is all knowing and all seeing and that you're on the path that God's prescribed for you. That What is that? But the sacred timeline, you know, there's a lot yeah, of but God doesn't like strike you down if you're uh, not doing what you're supposed to. You don't know that. <laughs> if you die, supposedly you go to hell. You're a variant. But... You wouldn't, you know, be able to come back and tell your tell your other self. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it's just an interesting way of looking at it. But the thing. Well, anyway, yeah. But aside from like the specifics well, going, of going off of time travel, just in general, it is interesting to think about though that uh, our friend David he had watched a movie called Primer, which is about time travel, and it's like saying like if you if you invent time travel, you don't tell anybody about it. And I was thinking like shit. I mean, time travel could essentially be invented. Like yeah. they could be doing things with it, and just yeah. like nobody knows like. You could time travel and nobody... Like Tenet. There are people... You know, there are a lot of theories about UFOs. UFOs are in the the psyche lately because yeah. of all the unclassified stuff. And one of the theories, one of the common, more popular theories is that UFOs are time traveling devices. You know, 
vehicles from, yeah. you know, the future. That's why they're so fast and, you know, disappear and all that and the other. It's really interesting stuff when you start to think about kind of, you know, it's very un- unsolved mysteries, time life uh, phenomenon books. <laughs> we just got to freeze ourselves and skip ahead to the future. See what happens. Yeah. yeah. I just, I'm really enjoying all the new Marvel content. And I, I liked WandaVision. I like Loki even more. But I really liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier to me is like the turkey sandwich that you get at Jimmy John's. That's what you go back to. Like, I want, when I want a sandwich, I want that turkey sandwich, right? Every once in a while, I'll have a roast beef. You know, it's Loki. Every great once in a while, I'll have a tuna. That's WandaVision. But, like, mostly I want that turkey sandwich. I agree. I like that they're giving all the different, they're, they're doing. Like WandaVision, I, I I also think that Wanda they shouldn't have started with WandaVision, and they didn't want to. They wanted to start with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I think that makes a lot of sense, you know, because Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the most traditionally Marvel, whereas WandaVision was more like the Doctor Strange movie kind of, you know, like it was weird and different, and I do like that about it. And Loki is even arguably weirder and more, di- like, yeah, definitely weirder and more different. Like all this shit that they've introduced, and I like that they're. You know, these are TV shows, but they're, I mean, there's very little that separates them from, like, a Marvel movie. Yeah. into that. And also, we don't need to, like, watch them and think and wonder about how many seasons they're going to be because they're telling a specific story. They have a specific vision. Right. They're not just here to take up time on our, our television slot. Exactly. They're giving these characters room to breathe in a way that they didn't have in the movies. And that's, that's what I love the most about Falcon and the Winter Soldier is because you never get to spend much time with Bucky at all. Like, you get a little bit of him in the first Avenger, and then you get some of him in flashbacks, and then, you know, you get him as You definitely get very little of him post-brainwash. Right. You you know, you get him back to Wakanda, and then he disappears for a while, and then he shows up in Infinity War and fights. Yeah, (laughs) shows up and fights, exactly, and then gets dusted. And then gets dusted, and and he's gone (laughs) for an entire movie. Shows up and fights some more. Right. And then then his best friend (laughs) is like, you know what? Peace. 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 I've spent my whole life trying to save you, but... Here, hang out with my new best friend. (laughs) I need to go get my dick wet. Also, I'm going to give my new best friend the shield, not you. (laughs) But, you know, spending time with these characters, like, knowing their stories, getting them to have, like, some depth and stuff, that's that's the great thing about Loki, too. Yeah. Like, Loki had a redemption arc, and we spent a lot of time with Loki, to be fair, across all these movies, but... You know, what happens after the redemption? He's still Loki. Like, he's still the god of mischief. You know, even though he died right. in uh, Infinity War, if he came back, he wouldn't be, like, a good guy, right? He's still Loki, and I appreciate that. But they're just giving him so much, so much more interest in character development. Also, the teaser for season four, Episode the post-credit. Four season for uh yeah teaser for episode four is just like what yes can, can we say anything about that i mean uh, we could i i don't think there's anything well, let me, let me I, just, I don't know what you have let to me say. just say this <laughs> i really 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 want matt damon to show up in the next episode <laughs> just think yeah. about that just oh, chew yeah. on that yeah yeah and the other thing is I appreciate that the last two series that we've watched have been directed by women. But why would he show, like... Because wouldn't that be so funny? It wouldn't make any sense. It would be I, so I funny. That, but it would be... It would be funny. It, it would be would like be a throwaway so thing. so funny. I mean, we said... Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited to see 
the last two episodes. I'm excited that there's only two episodes, you know. Ugh. I know I know that doesn't make sense to Matt, but, yeah. like, I like, you know, that they have... It's a nice bite to chew on. two hours of a, of a story to finish off here, and we're going to finish it off now. Um, I'm... What's interesting is we've got this, and then the Black Widow movie, which we can assume has absolutely... Well, there'll probably be some little tendrils of something for the rest of the universe in the Black Widow movie, and I would expect a post-credit sequence, but probably no like direct tie-ins with the the stuff. stories that are being told the, right now. Yeah, what what is coming to a head, as we'll say. I think uh, I gotta tie in that Ten Rings movie, right? Shang Shang Chi. I'm expecting maybe some stuff, but I don't know. That's an origin movie, much like Black Panther. Maybe it's just kind of its own little. Or Doctor Strange, its own little thing. Well, who knows? You're so low, by the way. You're so um, low. I'm excited to see what the Eternals is all about. I suspect they will play a big part, whatever the fuck they are, <laughs> yeah. in the, in what's coming up. And then well, it's hard to say. Spider Man is Spider Man is at the end of the it, year. It's hard to talk about because you guys apparently aren't watching any of the trailers. So I mean, like they they go over a lot of that in the trailers. So. Oh, you so you would say that it definitely for inter- some... Eternals they they. I mean, they allude to, like, you know... Well, based on the name, you can assume that there's some immortal people, yeah. right? And and so, like, there's going to be a reckoning about, like... Well, I don't know. I don't want to get into speculation. But, um... I just... I'm just happy that... We went through a period, Justin, after Endgame, where we were done... We were done with Marvel. We were satisfied. We talked about it. We were completely content. Very satisfied. I loved it, game. And we went to see um, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And we were like, yeah, that was good, but I could have not watched it and been happy, too. Like, we were happy with what the... I see that movie again. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. We were happy with what they had done with the MCU. And then enough time passed that by the time WandaVision came out, I was ready. I was ready for more. And yeah, now and... they're doing such interesting things. Well... It's really fucked to say, but basically the pandemic was like a, a per, it, of all the myriad of awful, awful things that came out of it, one of the slightly good things <laughs> is that we had a forced break for Marvel, for us people that are into Marvel, right? Like, it was a perfect, because Black Widow was supposed to come out that spring. It's like it cutting off our supply. Marvel was like, oh, we're going to have Endgame in May of 2019, and then we're going to wait a little bit and put out Black Widow, and it'll be a nice little pause period. And instead, it was a lot more than that. <laughs> a lot more than they would have wanted. And now we're going to get blasted in the face with Marvel. But I'm ready to be blasted in the face with Marvel. So I'm ready to ready for my Marvel facial. Some, some Marvel. <laughs> I'm ready to swallow it, baby. Hit it at me Stick right in the face. Me. Stick it in me, Papa Walton. <laughs> Stick it in me, Stanley. Yeah, totally. How about you, Matt? You ready to get Disney fucked? <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> Do you want to talk about seafood vending machines? No. <laughs> okay, then that's a no. All right. You you don't want to talk about a nice fat marble pie no, on your face? I don't. Uh, <laughs> I got tons of stuff to talk a about. Marble bukkake. I can't wait to hear what Matt has to talk about. You know, we didn't talk about the fucking heat wave. It's true. <laughs> yeah, my, my buddy Matt really... comes in. He three hasn't days. Been, he hasn't been here for two. Okay. It wasn't over, that bad. Oh my god! It was like seventy-eight. Oh, to Matt's point, based on the all house. the things we did, yes, you were right. It wasn't that bad. You're absolutely right. It was like seventy-eight right. in your house. I mean, like people, 
you weren't died. That bad. <laughs> that I'm, I'm, I'm saying, but I mean, like for us, for us, yeah, we mitigated absolutely. The the thing is, is that you know when you come to town on a weekend, I, I would like for us to be able to like go and do something, or even lives. stand outside without be feeling like you're getting baked in a freaking yeah, oven, right. rotisserie yeah, chicken. It worked out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, go I ahead, mean, Matt. Like for the whole, I've been like. Like five days out, I've been sitting in the house. So I mean, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Uh, you know, Rick Moranis' character in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids uh-huh. was working on that machine to make his penis larger. Like, there's no re- like nobody's like <laughs> nobody comes up with a machine. Is like I gotta figure out a way to shrink some shit. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. You this know, is there a moment where he explains what the, the fucking you like, know a guy yes. like that is? Yes. Is there okay? You know what, guys? I'd like to watch that like, movie again. I love that movie. Could I make a machine to make my penis larger? Wasn't it something like logistics? Like you could shrink stuff down oh, and then what, move for it for transport, like Ship food it? and stuff. That's what they tell you. I'm sure that's his backstory. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. He's and like, by food, I mean you're gonna like, eat this he's like, giant. Okay. He's like, he's like, okay, phase one, bigger penis. <laughs> I like to, I like to, I like the implication. By the way, Matt. He's married. He's had kids. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, is she like, ugh. you know, no, well, you know, Rick? Per- he, he, I mean, he's str- you know, he struggled. He's got personal he's issues older, since he college. Feels self-conscious. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he's really wanting to get out of the town and fuck some bitches. Every marriage needs with, a little strange at that point. With, the child, with its blown up. Penis. Uh, if I was a filmmaker and I did a montage. I would shoot scenes specifically for the montage. We don't need to see the scenes we already saw to connect the characters. What are you talking about? Like, whenever they fucking show flashback montages, it's always clips of shit we already saw in the movies. Oh. Shoot original fucking scenes okay. just for the montage. What? No, you're going to have to give an example. Yeah, what are you, what are like... you talking about? Okay, if, like, somebody... If I want to be... stop you real quick, because when you say montage... If you're watching, a I just want to, no, no. I, want to, I just want to say a montage. When you a say montage, scenes but specifically, no. That's the thing is, I don't think recollection. A oh. montage to me is gonna have a montage, which is like the characters decide, hey, we're gonna do X, and the movie's okay, like, no. we're not gonna make you we're watch all flashbacks. of that. We're gonna. That's not a montage to me. That's but it's a montage. You can do a flashback you can do montage. A montage of flashbacks. That's what he's talking about. Scenes, okay, right? that's fine. Okay, that's fine. But you confused me because, like, when you said, like, okay. oh, montage, and, like, montage is always new scenes. So, so. in a rom-com, you're seeing somebody flashback yeah. to, like, how they met or whatever. Right. And they are using scenes from the movie that you've already seen? Yeah. So, like, if, oh, that's if, lazy. It's, if it's a rom-com and it's all about them getting together, but at the end they have a fight or something, and then one of the characters is recollecting uh... the memories of them, it's always, like, them eating at the restaurant that we already see them got together, you know... It's always scenes from the from earlier in the movie. I feel like I can answer this. I think they do that because good writing means you want the audience to be able to follow with you in the story. I just feel and like it's, it's bad writing if you Lazy. introduce new. <laughs> I mean, you, you know what I'm talking about, Jennifer. Like, if you get to the end of the movie and you're like, let's say we're talking about a relationship between two characters, you want to feel like you know everything. That you should know about these people. But, meaningful. Meaningful. But, so if they go back and we see something that we didn't even know about that totally changed the yeah, tenor, but doesn't, that feels cheap. But doesn't that make it seem like, oh shit, they had a better relationship than what I saw. Ah, 
they had more going would, on than I mean, what I, I like. I like where you're going with this. I think that would be much more interesting. Like, I think it could be interesting, but again, it depends on how good the writer is. Like, because I, I hate that because I don't know how long time has lapsed. You know, in movies, you're like they're in a relationship. You, there's no like. I mean, unless they're like showing actual seasons changing and everything throughout the show, the movie, you're like, yeah. how long has this relationship been? Usually, they'll they'll do like a throwaway line to like. You guys have been together for a year, right? It's like thirty six hours. It was like two years ago. You guys broke up. Yeah, exactly. I would Uh, say what I wish, though, Matt, is if instead of you just bringing this topic up on the podcast, you were instead one of these YouTube people that has like a thesis and then spends makes a twenty minute video explaining like how to do it right. So the man that's so lazy that you won't record any more parody songs, even though you spout them all day long. Talking about, I need to well, see one. I watch a lot of rom coms. You watch not rom coms. Well, that's true. If I'd watched more, I'd be aware of this trope and probably uh, be able to. But you've seen no, it no. <laughs> I'm gonna like, make him. I, I was like 500 days of summer. Yeah, I'm gonna make him watch the holidays this year. Uh, Is that the fucking Reese Witherspoon? No, it's Kate Winslet. Oh, I'm thinking of Four Christmases. Okay. Yeah, holiday was Kate Winslet, Jack Black. Jude Lowell. I saw Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz. For some odd reason, okay. Uh, if I was a filmmaker, oh wait, no, I already did that one. Was Feudal Japan basically a capture the flag or chess, all about killing a lord and then you're Ronin? Like, I mean, like I didn't. It's like basically like I gotta just kill the kill the kill the lord guy and that's I win. Wasn't that feudal everywhere? But I mean, like yeah. It was all like all of a sudden like I mean you're Ronin. I don't know. It never understood the whole Ronin <laughs> thing. Like just get another fucking master. I don't know like what's the, just find the other lo- find Well, the Ronin Lord. thing I think is all if you honor. like betray your master. No, if you're ma- if you if you If your master is killed. Killed. Yeah. I, well, you, you know, said Japan, Ronin, and I'm picturing the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to remember, Japan is like honor, old yeah. honor. You fucked up. You need to cut your guts out. <laughs> you need to. So I'm pretty sure the idea guts. is you let your master die. You better cut your guts out. And if you get, don't cut your fucking you guts cut out, them guts. you better get Ronin out there. Because we don't want your you shit ass. They see me rolling. You didn't save your life, master. I'm not going to give you a shot. What's the small sword? Oh, fuck. uh, Dagger? uh, Shitabi? No. Shinobi? Fuck. uh, God damn it. Genji? Ninja? It's like Wakatade, Wakatati, or Waka, 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 Waka. Pasamaquati. Katana is the longest. You just made that up. That's from Peach Dragon. That's not even a word. It's It's from Peace Dragon. But yeah, I used to know like, this. You better, you, you, you're, you're walkie yes, talking. exactly. You better get all up in them guts because you... <laughs> Left to right, and then if you're lucky, yeah, you someone get, behind yeah, you chops your you head have off. your friend that chops your head off. But if he's head. not there, you better sit Does there. Does it have to be your guts, or can you just no, do like it, the old nope, wristlet? It's 100% like across the, across the middle of the <laughs> stomach. Yeah. You gotta pull him exactly. out. You Tough are crowd. <laughs> Tough crowd. You pull him out, and then... Like tie a ribbon, tie a bow. Yeah. You better hope you can choke yourself out with your intestines. So with today, that's a long, so, shitty death. I don't know how to approach this. Literally. So I don't know what I, what I, I don't know what, why. 
So with today's <laughs> gender identification and wanting to be more respectful, is it now appropriate to f- to refer to children as its? It's always been appropriate, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Can I like be like uh, more oh. like shits, as in the little shits? <laughs> I know people that will say zir instead of his or her because they're trying not to gender their oh, kid. Oh really? I've not heard that. Yeah, it's pretty. That's like pretty like niche into identity. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I I, I have. I, have I would no say idea they is probably that. more appropriate. Like I they don't use this though. Generally, I I totally use it. I call kids meatloaf. It's so cute. You sent me a link, Justin, to a new show that's going to be on Peacock called We Are Lady Parts. And I'm curious, what would it take for people to sign up for new streaming services now? Mm. We have to we have to have reached point of saturation with streaming services now. Yeah. For me, I mean, I think I've talked about this before, but as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to need like two or three shows on a service Hmm. or even just one and like i'll sign up for the free trial in maybe a month and you know that's worth it to me or just like maybe a commitment to have like one one or two new shows a a month oh you mean so what would i need the organization yeah for me to like keep the subscription to know that you're gonna keep that subscription oh nothing nothing is gonna keep me loyal if they don't if they're not providing stuff that i want then i'm done well that's what i'm saying like what 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 do you want that requirement I I want I want more Sebastian Stan. <laughs> okay. I want as much. I like the specificity. Of that. <laughs> I want as much Sebastian Stan with a metal arm as I can possibly get. Why the metal arm? Because that's that's the Bucky Barnes character. <laughs> Why not just? What's wrong with just a regular old Sebastian Stan? Can you imagine what he could do with that metal? I bet there's all kinds of attachments. I'm just saying, Wakanda has a lot of technology. Yeah, but I just worry about the force of it. Like, what kind of thoughts you got going on in your head right now? <laughs> Why do you ask? What kind of? What kind of? In all seriousness, though, like, what do you want? Yeah, what do you? What would you? What would be like? What two, would get you to keep a two subscription? Two or three new seasons of the series. A month? I think you're asking I mean, the wrong. Like, I mean, you might as well look at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look over there. We we had a look over conversation here. recently about how Jennifer like she likes certain shows, yeah. but she is not what you would call it on television. I'll tell you what. I want the golden age of HBO, and I would sign up for HBO. So when it was The Sopranos, and then it was followed by hmm? to me, golden age is eighties. They, what shows did they have on HBO in the 80s? No, I mean, like, I just remember as a kid. Well, we had HBO growing up because there Fraggle were movies Rock on. Fraggle Rock was HBO. You know, I mean, Fraggle Rock was absolutely HBO. Yeah, we had that growing everybody, up, but there was... Everybody had HBO. Yeah. There's not a single person I haven't talked to that was a kid in the 80s that didn't have... What? Did they just we hand that HBO. shit out? We didn't have HBO. We didn't really? even have cable. Justin was poe. Like, I was poor. We weren't. We, we just... were poor. We had HBO. We had HBO wow. too. I wow. Wow. In the eighties? Yes. We were the wow. only ones in our neighborhood that had HBO. Though I will say that. I remember watching Fraggle Rock and remember the HBO like. I remember watching Fraggle Rock too, but we didn't have HBO. So my point of bringing up syndicated the golden age of television television shows is widely considered. HBO put out Oz and then The Sopranos and Sex and the City and The Wire and Rome and Deadwood and Six Feet Under. And we subscribed to HBO through that entire period because we wanted to watch all of those shows. Big love. And to be clear, I mean, you keep going forward, but like they've done that the whole time. I mean, you you haven't 
stuck with them. But like you listen to the Slash Filmcast and Avengers talking about some new show every single. They haven't had shows that have interested me like that batch of shows interested well, me. Game of Thrones did, right? Game of Thrones did. We subscribed to HBO for Game of Thrones. Well, what I would say probably is that during that time, you didn't have phones or Reddit or, you know, any number of other things that you might have been doing. And because you had the HBO subscription and because you knew that what was going to be on there was going to be good, you probably, you guys, you were also with people that were like, hey, let's watch whatever the new HBO thing is. And because it was good, it was like, yeah, that's working out. And then that kind of, you know, drizzled out via, you know, life, (laughs) right? If I was like, hey... We've got HBO. I want to watch whatever's coming on HBO on Sundays. We probably would. And we'd probably enjoy it. I mean, we didn't... I, I don't know. I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm saying Matt asked me what I, what I would want in order to stay subscribed. That's so like, a continuous diet of television three, that good. Three to four s- series on HBO a month. Series that are like... Not even that much. Dramatically intense. You know, like yeah. um, Breaking Bad. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't on HBO, but it was as good as anything on HBO. What about you? I have no idea. I don't. I'm, I get, I'm also not a good person because, like, <laughs> I get around to watching like a new curious, show I mean, every like, couple months, and it, like Search Party, I told you it's yeah. like ten episodes. They're like 23, 30 minute shows. It's. I started watching that before I went to St. Louis. You know, <laughs> my appetite is slim. Well, let me ask it to consuming. you this way: Like, is there a network that you have right now that you won't cancel your subscription? I mean, Netflix. Netflix seems to be putting out pretty. You're just going to keep Netflix forever? I, I kind of think we're there, too. So, like, yeah. you have to have enough satisfying... I feel like they're always putting the right out price. stuff to where I, I want to watch it. And then uh, Hulu. I keep Hulu just because uh, current TV, I don't have cable or anything like that. And they, they will bring over some shows onto Hulu. Uh, like when they're coming weekly, out. Weekly, yeah. Yeah. I would keep the um, NFL network if they would make it affordable. If I could just buy it all a cart for an inexpensive. Yeah. You know, I like the NFL network. I just feel like with every channel, I mean, every channel wanting to have their own streaming service, it seems like it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's me, there's way too many. I, I firmly believe that if you can only subscribe to like one or two um, services at a time and you don't need to be watching you know, the thing that's popular in the moment, you should 100%. Uh, surf yeah. between services like get on Apple watch everything that's been out on Apple for a year and then jump and there's so many services now that like it would take you a year to one month out. at a time to get around and you would be full and you would get every you would see everything and you would pay for one service I feel like you have to institute <laughs> the rule that we had when we were kids which is that at a certain point you get so many toys that from now on when you get any new toy you have to get rid of a toy so like we've got Netflix, we're gonna yeah. keep HBO Max and or Disney Plus. But if we're gonna add Paramount or Apple or any other thing, we're gonna get rid of one of those. Yeah, we just don't watch enough television to keep three streaming services. At what point is a, at what point is a drawing of someone no longer a drawing of someone? Uh, this is a reference. Uh, when it becomes back, a music video, Stefania Ferrario, who you follow, right, Justin Still. Uh, this is a model retweeted a, a, a this is a beautiful drawing someone made that was supposedly of her but I just couldn't see the connection outside the artist linking her like 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 it was too abstract yeah like I mean like if you like what is the features if the features are no longer there to really identify the person like 
isn't still considered, like, unless the artist specifically says, oh, yeah, I made this so-and-so. I mean, like, you know. Well, art is subjective, and so I would say that is subjective. Like, if the artist says, this is a portrait, it's like, okay. All right, (laughs) I can't argue with you on that. If you say so, right? (laughs) Like the (laughs) self-portrait. Right? Yeah. Uh, I know it would be in really, really bad taste. Oh, man, what is this? I got to read the first <laughs> Oh, no, say it out loud. Uh, but it would be, it would kind of be funny and a tribute to have a flash mob of people show up dressed at, dressed futuristic to a funeral for anyone named Sarah Connor. Or even better, if you paid the actor that played Kyle Reese to show up and talk about how much he loved her and that Michael she was Bean. going to change the world. Yeah. I don't know why. I, maybe I was on T1 be, yeah, or T2 that, that would be hilariously disrespectful. <laughs> Is this the point where I confess that I've never seen, seen any of yeah. the Terminator movies? We're going to fix that. I hear uh, that. I'm going to design a password generator app. And it, will, it, it will just spit out the many ways you could type password. <laughs> P-A, cash sign, cash sign. Yeah. W-R-D. All right. What's the point of needing to show your driver's license and registration when they have computers in their car? You're going to run my plate. It'll bring up everything. Yeah, but you might not be driving your car. Mm. But it would have a picture of, of whoever like owns the car. And then it, it, that, it, it, it's all linked. Well, it should yeah. all be linked in a database. Well, yeah. Look, I, I tell you this. When I had the hit yeah. and run on me, the guy, the cop pulled me aside and pulled up the guy's picture on his screen. It was like, mm-hmm. is this the guy? And I was like, yes, that's the guy. So I know they can pull up based on Well, here's the other thing. Uh, if you have a driver's license, but you don't have it on you, that's illegal, right? Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah, it's kind of bullshit. Like, I, I would agree say, that that's bullshit. I should be able, you should be able to run the plates. Pull up everything. Come up to my car. You should be able to keep it on your phone. Yeah. And then if if I don't look like the guy you just pulled up on the phone on your computer, then yeah, we can. Uh, you know, then you don't know who I am. You want to see some identification. Mm-hmm. But like up until that, I mean, you have everything there. I mean, I don't know why I need to go through the hassle of carrying all it's this totally archaic fucking police. No, I I can tell you honestly why it is. From a legal point of view, it's because all white men look the same. That's true. They do. <laughs> uh, to the shepherd. I mean, at this day and age, it kind of, yeah, we all got beards and You, know, you all look the same. <laughs> Just another white guy. With almost everyone wanting you to do paperless billing, why do I have to bring in paper invoices to prove who I am? I had to go get my real ID in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So oh, God. I had to take in my birth certificate. I had to take in, you know, my current driver's license, uh, like two other forms of ID, uh, like two bills to prove my residency and all that. Kind of, and I was all like, I do paperless billing. Everybody wants me to do paperless billing. Like, you know how hard yeah, it is for right? me to produce a paper bill and invoice for like my, for any of my utilities and stuff? Like, Yeah, and everybody acts like you have a printer at home too. Like yeah. you can just print this and sign it. So it was really fucking annoying. And then like... The goddamn birth certificate and your fucking and driver's then, license would be enough. When I went to go get the TSA pre-check, they made me bring in like my birth certificate and all. And I was all like, "Why? I have the real ID. 
the real ID oh, yeah, for sure. yeah. made me already require all this. So therefore, if I show you my real ID, which is supposed to be superior identification, then that should be sufficient. I shouldn't have to bring you any other fucking shit. I already needed it for this thing. So therefore, mm-hmm. this thing meets the requirements of everything else. Yeah, I agree. That should be it. And he was like, well, this is... well." Th- I guess it's because that's on a state level. This is on a federal level. I was like, I don't give a fuck what level it's on. It's the same yeah, shit. Right. Get you should be able to guys. use your passport for your federal one. Because that's a federal ID. I don't have a passport. So. Oh. Uh, I really fucking hate the shot in a movie where it cuts to a crowd of people and you have to play fucking Where's Waldo with the, with the main character. You know what I'm talking about? Like, they <laughs> cut don't. to, like... Usually they make like, it really obvious. Like, like, well, no, like... Every like, movie shot in Mumbai. No, like, like... <laughs> Anytime they're, like, filming in New York or something and they're having a conversation, they cut to, like, a fucking street scene of, like, everybody walking on the sidewalk and you're like, where the fuck is the main character? And they, like, there'll be, you know, voiceover of the main character talking with somebody else and you have to find them in the crowd where they were walking. You know what I'm talking about? Matt, you, know you watch a scenes? lot more okay, movies than fuck me. Off. So I'm going right. to say that no. you, you, you probably are onto something, but I... I, I mean, cannot like, think of any time I've had that every issue. Every single Woody Allen movie, probably. If I had to well, guess. that's your problem. Are you listening to Matt, or <laughs> are you looking at the woman in the red dress? Um, that's actually really interesting because you know what I was just thinking about is the movie that, or the thing that we most recently watched that was shot in New York was the absolute terrible last season of Jessica Jones. <laughs> and isn't it interesting how every time they shoot the streets in New York and Jessica Jones, there's not that many people. There's nobody. Yeah. There's. There's not that many people, and you have no problem picking Jessica Jones out of the crowd because she's always slinking along, scowling yeah. with her, well, with her boots like and her jeans. Fucking and her, face on her face. <laughs> the fucking yeah. face on her face. You could pick her butt out from a mile when they shoot her from behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Uh, she does not look like she'd have that ass, but she got that ass. <laughs> she got a dump truck. <laughs> uh, what is... I got into a debate with our friend David about... I think there's a difference between hip-hop and rap. Yes, I would agree. But he believes some that that's the same thing. There's a difference between hip-hop, rap, and R&B. And I was all like, yes. well, I feel like rap, like, you have, like, Lil Wayne or any of the other Lils or, any, you know, that that's a rap. Or, like, you know... Uh, that's different from, you know, Kanye West or that's, that's a different kind of, you know, singing or and it, that's more maybe poppy or maybe R&B or hip hop or I don't, it's, it's, I feel like there's always these narrow, see, like flow rider, like, mm. That's is that gonna? That's I mean, gonna in a very rock? simplified form, I would say. God, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to 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 put a divide between. They run DMC. That's not gonna be rap, right? But it is. No, rap. I would agree. That's more hip hoppy. Change your gender perspective, and it gets a lot easier. Beyonce's hip hop. She's not rap, right? Would, isn't, hmm. Nope, she's hip hop. Or is she R and B? She is hip hop. So hip hop is like dance music, and oh, man, I would say. a certain yeah, I would a, think that's a solid. It's a certain culture that rose out of clubs with DJs and dance music, and rap is a subculture of hip hop, is what I think. Hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, the part of the problem is that, like, you can rap in a hip-hop song. Yes, you can. Um, but it doesn't make it a rap. Exactly. And usually, I mean, when another... you have a rap in a hip-hop song, it's usually so-and-so featuring so-and-so. <laughs> That's true. Right? Yeah. So you got the rapper as, like, a guest star in your hip-hop song. Justin, this is going to be a question just for us. I mean, in a way, just as think... an example, just to wrap that up, like, it's kind wrap of it like, up. Wrap it up. is electronica, you know, is electronica and techno the same thing? Yeah. And I don't think so. Well, it's like how drum and bass is. But they're right? very fucking close, so, right? You know, how drum Well, drum and bass, bass is, is very specifically has that, like, that fast drum beat in the background. It's, that's distinguishable. And trance, in the same way, has that, like, very specific overlying sound. But, yeah. Technical. Techno. Oh, All right, let's good. hear your dick question. Can you get an erection while peeing? While peeing? Wouldn't it shut it off? I... There's only one way to find out, like, guys. I feel like you could. Because <laughs> I was thinking... Uh, like, here's what I'll say. I feel like you could because of Morningwood. You can definitely have an erection... While peeing. Well, yeah, you can have an erection I mean, while peeing. You can. Can yeah. you get? Can you become aroused? I while feel like you peeing? can. I mean, what if I you're turned on like, by pee? I was thinking like it sucked to be sitting there peeing, and all of a sudden, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you say it like you wouldn't be aware. You know, like I, I, I do say that you would have to. It would almost be. It'd be like. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be like. It'd be like a uh, 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 Kurt Russell or, or what was it? oh Patrick Swayze in the Firestarter movie. You know, it'd be like a psychic that has to, like, think about it. You know, it's like, who? Uh, you know. Who's in the fucking movie Firestarter with Drew Barrymore? He is the dad in that, isn't he? It's Kurt Russell, isn't it? Or is it Patrick yeah. Swayze? Why can I not? I How can you not tell the them. difference between Kurt Russell and Patrick Swayze? Is it either one of them? What's wrong with it's you? It's not Patrick Swayze. But I don't know if it's Kurt Russell. It's Patrick Swayze. Patrick I think it's Swayze. Patrick Swayze. I'm looking. It's not Patrick Swayze. I'm looking. I think it's Patrick Swayze. As the dad? As the dad. No. You sure it's not George C. Scott? No, that's the old man with the... Martin Sheen? That's the... Fuck! Martin Sheen's a scientist What did you type guy. in? It should be one of the Martin first Sheen's, characters. Martin Sheen is the scientist guy that wants to exactly. figure out how she works. David Keith is his name. Oh yeah. my and god, I just, I just saw him in my eye. You're absolutely <laughs> yeah. right. It's not, it's not <laughs> I didn't think it was. That doesn't even look like Patrick Swayze. It looks like an old professor. Has anyone done that? Well, it's an old picture of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, him it, it's him now. <laughs> has it, dead. They're both dead now. If you look at him now as skeletons riding in a grave, they both look the same. Now you tell me. You're going to say, I don't look anything like him, but like, give me some credit in saying, he like, kinda. you can see why. You know what, actually, that he looks like? He looks like if uh, Kurt Russell and Chris Pratt had a baby. <laughs> That's kind of fair. He also, the He's way got the he, Kurt so Russell the hair. He talks in so, this Guardians movie, of the Galaxy 3? <laughs> the way he talks in this movie, yeah. The way he talks in this movie is similar to the way Patrick Swayze talks in some yeah. movies. He's got the uh, Kurt Russell hair. All right. uh, has anyone done that iodine test? And watch the blood flow to a penis when getting erected. You would think that that could help with erectile dysfunction diagnosis. Like you think you, you know they do the iodine test thing, and fucking fireworks. They try to get they try to get somebody you know aroused, and they would see like oh, 
the blood's being blocked oh, here. Yeah, yeah, it's being blocked here. <laughs> so you would think, right? <laughs> I mean, I would say that they probably have other better ways was, where they figured that out. I was watching. But they don't need to do that. I was watching a movie. Oh, I was watching a short. It's called Pornhub. I'm watching a short story on YouTube about a uh-huh. about a girl YouTube. that wakes wakes up and everyone's vanished. All right, and everyone's vanished. And all I can think is like, if you woke up and everyone had vanished. It would be total fucking chaos, right? Chaos of one. I mean, like, fires would be everywhere. Oh, yeah. From, like, crashes and shit. Just, like, yeah. people leaving stuff cooking and, like... Yeah. Everything. I mean, like, the whole... Your whole city would be on fire, right? I was gonna say, yeah. I think you would have... The cities would have massive, massive sweeping fires. And nobody would be there to put them out. So they would just continuously spread. Well, I mean... Until they burn themselves out. I was gonna say, like, there's a reason why fires... Not ju- well. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. I mean, buildings I in the city exactly are fire rated, but that just means that they aren't supposed to burn for like four hours or whatever. Right. I mean, to your point, Matt, like you've kind of also ruined all zombie apocalypse scenarios because while that's not so sudden, there's definitely things that would happen that would like you know some stove would have been left on. Or, you know, electrical power plant would overload or something. And then the, you just need that one spark to get a city going and no firefighters to stop it. I think that's what's so horrifying about The Stand. When you read The Stand the first time, Stephen King goes into such loving detail of all of the after effects of what would happen if all these people suddenly died. Mm. And it's like Gary, Indiana completely burns to the ground. You know, the zoo in Central Park, all the animals are dead in their cages. Like, all the horrifying, like, rotting meat smell of all the delis where the electricity went off and all the rotten deli meat is just sitting there. every major urban area would be, like... (laughs) Well, I mean, that's that's what they did in the miniseries, right? They were like, look, we gotta get out of New York City because this is gonna be awful. Because it's gonna be... Yeah, you're right, yeah. Because there were, like, the traffic jams, all the people just... Yeah. Uh... If they would just build airplanes out of the same material as a Dollar General, they wouldn't have to worry about turning off your cell phone. It's the tin roof. signal can't get the fuck out of there. Every time I'm in a damn Dollar General, man, I'm like... What is it about Dollar General, man? I bet they have a tin... Lining it with lead? I bet they have a tin roof. My parents had a tin roof on their house in Missouri, and they had no signal at all. They had to buy, like, a little mini cell tower to put in their house. (laughs) Tin roof, no signal. But uh, yeah, uh, how many relationships do you think have started on airplanes, or just force seating in general? Uh, are you talking about a percentage? Are we, are we playing that percentage <laughs> playing game? Are we, Jack uh, in the Box uh, game or whatever? Guess, but I mean, guess I mean, conspiracy. Like I, I, I was on the plane out here and I saw. Espionage. I saw a couple of. Uh, what I thought, I mean, maybe they knew each other. I don't know, but two people ended up sitting next to each other, and I was, like, curious, like, you know, I mean, like, I don't talk to people normally, you know, uh, next to me or anything like that. I'm curious how many people actually do engage. I bet if the person next to you was a girl that you thought was good-looking and she started talking to you about stuff that you thought was interesting, you would totally talk to her. I'm never going to say shit to her. I'll never forget. I mean, if she was wearing like a t-shirt that had like your favorite intellectual property on it or something, you wouldn't even be like, that's a nice no, shirt. Because I'm, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm looking at your so. tits. 
<laughs> I'm too cautiously, like, I, I'm overly, I'm overly protective of not wanting to intrude on anybody. Yes, I am the same way. And so, like, I don't want to come off as the guy, you know, or you don't want to be the chatty guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't want to, I don't want to intrude. You don't on people's have what? to be the chatty guy to just be like, hey, I like that shirt. That's my favorite show. Yeah. But I no more. Like, then you read their body language, and if they don't respond, or if they respond in like yeah, but, short sentences, or they put their earbuds in, that's an indication they're not interested in talking. Or they engage because they're just being friendly, and they're hoping that if they're just friendly, then you. you... Well, that's their fault. <laughs> Boundaries. That's why we have resting bitch face, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just curious, like, how, do you think... You I, bet, know, I bet there's a significant number of people who have met their significant others because they were seated next to them in some public space. Yeah. That's interesting. Especially extroverts, those fuckers. Right. <laughs> uh, fucking, fucking social whores. Uh, talk about how shitty everyone else is organizing, okay. <laughs> organized-wise compared to us when picking up people. Oh! That was me, us. Talk about us, me and you, Justin. <laughs> talk about how shitty everyone else is organized wise compared to me and you oh, when yeah. we were at the airport. What yeah. happened? So like, well, like so the so arrivals counter. Yeah, we're coming out, uh, and Alaska's right there. I'm coming. I'm picking up my bags. So I text Justin. I'm like, hey, picking up my bags. I'm walking out to the Alaska part, and you can pick me up there. And then I'm just standing there, and I'm just watching like. Chaos, 20, right? 20 cars driving by slow as my ass is looking. And then other people just looking. And I'm like thinking like, how the fuck are you not coordinating with whoever's supposed to be here? Picking you up? People at the airport are the worst. And telling them, hey, I'm over here in this section. You know. Those are the people that just drive <laughs> in circles or they want to like sit in front of the airport instead of just going to the cell phone lot and waiting. Uh-huh. Because... My God forbid the person with the luggage has to wait five minutes for you to get there. Yeah. And so people would just pull up and just sit there, not knowing where their people are at. Yeah, that's And I'm just all like, how the fuck do you not know where you... I mean, they've got... I saw a traffic cop again who was directing us, and and I'm glad they're doing it because there's clearly a problem right there at the beginning particularly. We need to remember that. We're not going to remember that, but the next time you fly in, don't come over to the Alaskan Airlines area at the front. Like, a little, little ways out, I think, is better. Uh, is there a club... Oh, I made this one today. Is there a club... <laughs> I don't know why I made this. There's no connection. Is there a club for just masturbating in the airplane room? Airplane what? Bathroom? Is there bathroom? A club? Is there a club for just masturbating <laughs> in the airplane bathroom? Is it like... Quarter mile high club? Oh no! It'd have to be. It'd have to be. Uh, we could think of a clever name for this. It's the mile yourself club. Yeah. Mile your. All by yourself club. Mile by yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that club is called the the Deviant Club. <laughs> You can pull it out and whack it anywhere, and you don't need to do that in the damn bathroom. People need to shit, okay? Get out of the bathroom. Shit. <laughs> get off the pot. <laughs> Cover, get off the pot. Blue water whack. Yeah, so it's just, I didn't know if there was, uh, Do you think anyone's ever tried to, like, do something with the vacuum part of that toilet? <laughs> like, they just lay yes. down on it? Put their fucking butthole on it, probably. 
I don't even know how you get there. Yeah, that would be... Ugh, it'd be gross. I mean, there's those people that are, like, they get off on the degradation of, like, public grossness, right? So I guess one of those people might, like... Could you, could you get a suction on there? You could probably bring a tube with you. You know? <laughs> Fireworks sound effects are punctuating this conversation so hilariously. Well, probably nobody else hears them, though. No, but... But, I mean, but they're there. Probably, you could probably get a funny tube. funny to us. You could probably get a tube and run it down in there, right? What the do you... worst part about the idea of someone jerking off in an airplane bathroom is, you know, what if you lose track of all of it? Like, yeah. And then the next person comes in and there's like a wad like dripping oh, off the ceiling oh. or, you know, off the back of the door or something. I want to know how, where is this going? How is... I'm, now I'm just like this? horrified that if you took a black light into the airplane bathroom, it would look oh, like man. a Jackson Pollock painting in there. Well, to be fair, a lot of that would just be the piss, right? Does piss show up like that? Doesn't it? I, thought oh, it I don't know. Little... I thought it does. Right? Huh. Probably does. <laughs> well, I'm just imagining. I know it does because I have a black light because I wanted to know where my dog was going. It has to happen. It has to happen, especially on international flights, because there's dudes out there, especially younger dudes, that can't go 12 hours without jerking one out, right? Yeah. Yes, for sure there has to be dudes that have jerked one out in the airplane, because they just can't not. Just can't not? Yeah. You're right, and and also because they're, like, in public and sat next to some nice lady with a t-shirt from their favorite (laughs) TV show. Or whatever. And 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 had to go, like, cut the... Cut the, t- cut the <laughs> tension. Like, How she t- are you doing? She's she like, put her earbuds good? in. Oh, shit. She's doing pretty good. Excuse me. Can I just get by I'm real quick? I'm about to be doing pretty good. <laughs> can I get by real quick? I'm going to have to check this no in my waistband. Vacancy. <laughs> Don't mind me. Occupado. I'm just going to brush up against your knees. <laughs> Do I give her the butt or the crotch? <laughs> 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 she can have both. She'll get, she'll get one going, one coming. Yeah. First we're going to land this plane, and then I'm going to land this airliner. Oh, man. What show? Oh, Six Feet Under. I bet there's... Mm. I can't believe I remember that. The very first episode of Six Feet Under, we meet a character uh, because he's, like, chatting up a girl on the plane, and then it shows them either fuck in the bathroom in the plane or, like, get off the plane and then go in the bathroom and fuck. They fuck in the bathroom at the airport. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. And, yeah, end up uh, having a baby later. Six Feet Under, is that the one where he dies in the first episode? Yeah. Okay. Every, somebody dies in every episode. I can't. I could never. <laughs> well, the family I, patriarch, right? I dies. could never remember if it was that one or that other show. That's There's Six Feet a, Under. What was the other show? Game of Thrones. No. <laughs> <laughs> for season. There's another show that can easily get mixed up with that. No, I don't believe uh, that. I think of um, Dead Like Me. Dead Like Me, the Showtime show. Even I though they're completely Dead... different. No, shows. but I think Dead Like Me is the one that I'm talking about. Where yeah, the main character dies, girl, right? Yeah, because main she character... takes over being Grim Reaper, yeah. right? Or and that's what I was saying. Like she dies in the first episode. Did you hear that squeal from someone? <laughs> Sorry, she no. dies in the first episode, right? Yeah. Because she has was to... it a cat? Do I need to go outside? I think it was just someone that was like outside and was like, ugh, by the loud explosion. Because yeah. we live in a goddamn naval town, and it's July 2nd, and it sounds like a war zone. Not quite like a war zone. Jerking off that's, America that's over here. two days from now. Speaking Total of jerking off. Zone. Yeah, right? 
<laughs> let's let's come in the come in the sky for America. That's basically what it is, right? Only, I've got the biggest rocket and I make the biggest splat on the skyline. Only I'm very worried about fires this year. Oh god, yummy. Yeah, I, mean, I think there's a Oh, it's a dog. That's what I'm hearing. Though it's a stupid dog across the street. Yeah, I think there's a fireworks ban in King but County. Then. I don't know about over here. Oof. All right. Well, that's all I got. That's it. You're you're spent. How many women do you think have gotten off in an airplane bathroom versus men? Ooh, that'd be a good espionage. Five percent. Because of women total, or compared to, I would think that the percentage of women who want to get off in a public bathroom is lower than men. Right? Are we saying actually have had sex in a bathroom? No, getting off, masturbate. Oh, so percentage of women. How many women have rubbed one out in an airplane bathroom? Comparatively, one. One. Yeah. Well, here's uh, here's my logic, yes, right? Maybe. So I'm assuming that the number of women who would rub one out in an airplane bathroom is lower than the number of men, but that the women who would do it would probably prefer to do it in some like weird place, like an airplane bathroom, because they're mm. into rubbing them out in a weird place, right? Yeah. So probably airplane bathrooms. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I have absolutely no experience with this, but for some reason, oh, something oh, you in don't. my brain. Says that women are more the like, oh, let's do it in a public place. Is that does that feel right? Does that sound no, no more dudes that are wanting like, oh, let's do it in a public. I think it's place. probably fifty fifty. Just like a lot of kinks. Hmm. There's a lot of exhibitions. You're probably right. All the ones I know are male, but hmm. that doesn't mean that most exhibitionists are men. I think it's probably fifty fifty. Yeah. Well, from all the vi- I mean. The videos I've seen. All the video I've seen, it's always been women. It's always, it's always women. the women it's that are women. instigating. I don't it's know. Weird. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend gets upset when I watch porn because she doesn't want me to watch other naked women. But I've solved that by finding porn that doesn't involve women at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh... All right. <laughs> This is a great podcasting. Uh, thanks for this episode 445. <laughs> uh, if you like to send us an email, you can do so at letter at lunchpodcast.com. We don't ever check that email, so whatever. Did you ever find the password? Because I was going to write to you, but you kept saying you didn't know how to get into it. Reset it. I can get into the mailbox. I just haven't set it up on my phone so I can look at it. It's letters with an S, folks. No, don't make letter. the mistake. No. Letter. No, singular letter. No S's. No, yeah, don't tell them the wrong one. <laughs> letter. Don't listen to Jennifer. <laughs> letter at outlandishpodcast.com. Uh, Facebook.com slash outlandishpodcast. I got on there the other day. I posted something. It's okay. Wow. It's been so long since we ever posted on this. That's what I said. Uh, like? I got... They got like twenty some comments or something. Oh wow! Yeah, all these people that like, these people forgot like, that I they th- had I liked Outlandish. Oh, thanks! Like, follow this fucking page. Uh, Jesus, guys. Follow but Matt. Thanks for listening to episode four hundred forty-five, and we'll catch you on four hundred forty-six. On Twitter, follow Justin. Oh on yeah, Twitter. at Outlandish Matt uh, on Twitter. Outlandish Cast. Uh, Outlandish Beats. For Justin, do you want to say yours? Did you care about yours? You can follow me on Jennifer Whatnot if you want me posting TikTok videos to you. At Jennifer Whatnot. Uh, all right, now we're gone. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Right, there you go. Say thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish.
Good enough.